Alright, John, we're here in the Flumisode Studios. Flumididdle Studios. Exactly. Doing a Flumisode. Our, our version of the Bristol ESPN headquarters. This is the Flumididdle headquarters. We've got about, what, about 300,000 square feet here. Yeah, of man. Technological marvels. About around four stories him. high, glass everywhere. It's All right. beautiful. Right. Fabulous. But, um, the campus, if you will. Right, absolutely. The, the plaza. I love it. So, how you doing today, John? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I had a good day. Great day. Me uh, too. Yeah, I, you told me a little bit about it, and I'm good day. happy for that. Now, I, I will say I've been pretty busy. You've been oh, yeah. Busy is not bad, necessarily. Busy is not bad if it's good busy. That's right. And um, I like getting busy. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we... Uh, you know, when you have a busy day, at the end of the day, John, you kind of want to wind down, don't you? Got to. I got to chill out and decompress. We have a kind of an emotionally and spiritually stressful job at times. So, yeah, sometimes you just kind of want to wind down, chill out a little bit. Right, absolutely. How so, do you do that, Keith? Well, How do you what, unwind? What I do, and I think I'm, I'm probably not alone in this, but I like to watch one, maybe two episodes of something before I go to bed on the Television, the television, the, the plastic television. fantastic lover, if you will. In Espanol, television. Exactly. I like some television, so I ain't afraid to watch a little bit. Right, try not to do too much. You know, don't want to melt the old brain. So that's what our podcast is about today. Television. It's going to be forty-seven hours long because it's a. I think that is a like broad a, subject. It's thing. like an ABC miniseries <laughs> from the seventies. It'll be in like five parts, like the not what was that the Blackbirds or the Ravens? I don't know what the heck it was. I have no clue. What yeah, you're you know, about. you weren't even born then. So anyway, uh, television is a big subject. So more specifically, the today, Thornbirds. That's it. There you go. More specifically today, we're going to talk about a, a little bit of flumadiddle about television. Is right. is television bad for you or not? And so also, keep, we're going to go into what the golden age of television is, is what we currently are in, supposedly. I'm we'll sorry. I didn't that. mean to interrupt you, man. Please, That's fine, I man. apologize. That's fine, but for the, for the new listeners may, we may have on here this evening, let's tell them what flumadiddle is, right? Flumadiddle. Utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. So what we are is your somewhat reliable source of information for... Most things. Most things. So we try to cut through some of that utter nonsense. Exactly. Dig our way through the informational wasteland. That's right. I mean, we, we all scroll on the internet sometimes, and we're like, oh, my gosh, there's so much information out there about this subject. And so what me and John do is we kind of scroll through that stuff for you and kind of come up with a, like a gist, you know. Information overload. There's a good idea for a podcast. Well, you're right about that. So tell me some of your favorite TV shows of all time, Keith. Man... I loved that show, Justified. Justified. That is one of my most favorite modern shows, absolutely. Yeah. What's that dude's name? Raylan Givens. Yeah, and his real name? Uh, Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I like yeah. A, I like Sheriff Raylan Givens. That's a good one. He is one cool cat, man. I mean, so, he, he reminds me of like a John Wayne type character. Yeah, kind of like that with a little Tough, more expression. Tough, you know. Yeah. Love it. And uh, I like... Uh, Currently, Walking Dead, man, I, oh my gosh. That Biggest TV so show good. in the history of TV shows, right? Is it really? I, I think I it is. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I mean, I thought Game of Thrones was, but. Maybe that is now then. Yeah. Maybe it overtook them. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, Walking Dead is just wildly popular. And you know, when I started watching that, John, I was like, I was, I, you know, I didn't want to watch it because it's, it's about zombies, you know, and you're like, 
man, that's going to be so stupid. You know? Yeah, how many episodes of, uh, bro? I know. I mean, you know, zombies is just kind of silly, you know, but, or you think that. But, man, the writing in that show is amazing. And, like, I, it just keeps you pulling along. I like that show, Hell on Wheels. I thought that was a really good show. Heard well, of it. Hadn't yeah. watched it. That's I think we good. both watched Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy that was really bad. good. You know what? Breaking I, Bad. Breaking Bad was good. You know what I liked about Sons of Anarchy? What's that? It made me feel like my life was a little less stressful there. Like A little bit less. Yeah. I mean, like, they go from this gang wanting to kill them to about to be caught by the cops to this other gang wanting to kill them to this cheating on somebody and this happening I mean, it's kind of a little bit of a raunchy show but my gosh it made me feel better you know absolutely absolutely well here how about some old ones man when i was growing up i i grew up about a decade before you did All right. growing up i think of uh shows i love me some sanford and son sanford and son some right. fred g some good times and some jeffersons yeah some, some good all shows. in the family what about some mash mash that's a great show my dad loved that show about cheers love it yeah. yeah, Frasier. That was kind of in the eighties yeah. when I was coming yeah. along. Some cartoons. That was my that my thing. But I think though today we're not going to focus on the kids version of things, are we, Mister Keith? That's a whole different podcast. If we're talking about right. what impact emotionally or physically or whatever TV watching might have on you, I think there's no argument from either one of us that uh, watching too much TV as a child or maybe too graphic of things whether it's sexual or uh, violence that that can right. certainly have an impact on the developing brain so we're going to be focusing on adults today right and just the act habits. of it itself can probably you know folk uh, do something to a kid's developing brain the the part of the thinking brain is not fully developed until you're about 25 years old and so you know and the older you get the more it develops so a younger child is going to be more apt to being harmed by right. effects of television Absolutely. and content. So, yeah, so parents, yes, you do need to pay attention to what your kids are watching and how much your kids are watching. That is important, but we're not talking about that today. No, we'll talk about that on another podcast. But yeah, today, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Let's talk about some adults. Adults. So, we're talking about is TV bad for you? Well, yes and no, I guess. It depends, right? So, what are some uh, arguments about TV being bad for your health? Well, I mean, health problems is one of the arguments about TV being bad for you. Health, I mean, you got to think about what you're actually doing. You're inactive when you're couch watching TV. Couch potato. Yeah, couch potato is a good word for us, right. Um, you're inactive. Um, another thing you do, John, well, I know I like me some ice cream. All right. And I, it's almost like a OCD thing. Uh, which, you're just watching and eating hand to mouth. Right. Well, I, I, I want to make sure that my show is on. I have nothing else to do. You know, I'm done with all the tasks for the night. Kids are ready in bed. to sit down. Yeah, a lot of times kids are put in bed, and then I can get my bowl of ice cream and sit down and watch my show. It's like a habit. And right. I think snacking while watching is one of those things. And they say that can be real bad for you because if while you're eating, if you're distracted, distracted eating, right? Which that's a whole other podcast too. Which we Absolutely. did a we did a podcast about you know diet and exercise exactly and. uh but it's not, you know, being dis- distracted eating, you can eat more calories and take in things that you should Absolutely. So, what about lack of sleep, maybe? Yeah. I mean, if you're watching too much TV, like say, oh, I really got to see what Binge happens watching. next. Yeah. I really want to see what happens next. So one more episode. Well, that's an extra hour of sleep that you could have got. Absolutely. Well, what about, I, you know, this happened for me a few years ago. I had cable cut off for quite some time. I just thought that, you know, I could be spending my time a little better than this, maybe. Right, so that's another argument about 
TV being bad for you is just kind of general laziness. You know, like I could be spending my time doing other things, you know, just lack of productivity, which think? I think that's a very American argument. Americans productivity. are big on productivity, you know. Absolutely. So what about relationships? Does it have any impact on those? Yeah, I think there's a couple ways that it could, John. I mean, like, for one, if you're watching TV, you're spending less time conversating with your your spouse or your loved one. And um, there's another way that it can actually affect relationships. You know what that is? What? Well, I mean, it, you know, I've seen it before. You can have unrealistic expectations based on the content that you're watching. So I got you. You know, not to bash some of these chick flicks and stuff, but you know, they they kind of put up a picture of how a relationship should be, right? And for, you, for all you politically correct folks, that would be romantic comedies, <laughs> <laughs> right? So they put up this uh, this kind of narrative of what your relationship needs to be like. And if it's not like that, then you could get upset about that. You could, you know, maybe start thinking, maybe I don't have the correct kind of relationship. So, All right. You know. Well, I hope we don't, my wife doesn't watch anything and think, dang, my husband should look like The Rock. <laughs> I know, absolutely. And, <laughs> I'm and pretty I'm close, not bashing but, on just you know. uh, women type shows. I mean, think about the men type shows. They really can uh, paint women in a bad light. Yeah, in some absolutely. Cases. And, Sexual expectations. Right. How people and you might are, thinking, relate to women. Right, and so a, a dude gotcha. might be thinking, hey, you know, my wife needs to be more like this, you know. And gotcha. so, so unrealistic expectations. Right, unrealistic expectations. Well, let's talk about the golden age of television. Some people think there's been more than one golden age, but Keith, are we in a current golden age? <laughs> Definitely a pivotal moment of TV right now. I mean, for a lot of different reasons. Um, one reason is we watch TV differently than we used to. Yes, we do. So how did we watch TV when we were kids, John? Well, there was no um, DVRs or no recording or no anything like that. So if you had a show you wanted to watch, you had to be there for it. You know, at 7 p.m. on Tuesday night or whatever, if you're going to watch the show, you got to be there, man. Right. And and if you've got multiple shows throughout the week that you're trying to follow, you know, you you become like a slave to your TV. Right. Don't do it. Let's don't do that. Right. And and we don't have to anymore because technology has changed and... We don't have to do anything. I, John, my dad, he's kind of funny. Like, he grew up in a time where there wasn't a ton of content. So another right. like, reason we're in a pivotal moment of TV is because the amount of content that is out there. And it's just funny to watch my dad. I think he he wants to keep up with every single show out there. He's in the like, whole universe. Yeah, he tries, I think. You know, he's like, oh, i got to watch this show. I want to watch this. But he'll try them out. If he don't like them, he'll stick with them. Right. But, um, I mean, there is just a whole lot of content out there that it used to be. I mean, just a few of the stats between 2011 and 2016, the amount of shows increased 71%. And in 2016 alone, there was 455 new scripted shows. Oh man, that's a ton, dude. Well, I know nowadays we got what we got all the streaming stuff, which I did Netflix and Amazon stuff like that. Almost exclusively that and Hulu for several years, five years, the cable I have now to speak of isn't anything other than basic, just so I could get a better internet package. Right. But, but still, man, and the Netflix shows, the quality of the shows has increased. Add your HBOs. And yeah, we've Showtimes talked about that and, before. Like, they seem to have higher budgets than some of these other. Like, you know, network TV has kind of a lower budget, and then you got your cable, 
it's kind of got a high budget. And then you got your premium channels that have like a really high budget and they do very well, very good productions. And but this Netflix stuff seems to have very good productions as well. Oh, absolutely, man! <laughs> I love the Marvel stuff, especially Daredevil. Oh man, that's such a good show. And I've, I haven't watched The Punisher yet, but I'm getting, I'm going to, man. We're going to get there. It's coming yeah, up man. next. My wife's been I watching Daredevil with me. So anyway, there's so much content, though. What do you think, John? Like, could we face like a a peak? Well, that's what I wonder. We're talking about informational overload. That some There's just this building to this crescendo. So I don't know. Who knows? We, we peak, and we hit this point where it's just too much. It's just saturated. We just don't have enough hours in the day. To watch right. the stuff. There's know. only so many people in the world. And they only have so many hours. So at some point, you got to think there's too many shows. Like, it's just not going to sustain, you know? Absolutely. So well, let's I don't talk know what little... they're going to do about that. Right. You know, probably the, the good ones will, will make their way through and the bad ones will fall by the wayside. You know, you know something interesting. Well, i tell you what. Hang on. I'll, I'll come to that later. But let's talk about how we view TV. We talked about viewing it differently. Yeah, we do. We've got <clears throat> DVRs. Right. And uh, that that was a big deal for me, man. I, I loved my DVR for a very long time. And See, I've never been a DVR type of guy. I just never watched that many shows. Well, But who, a lot of people do like it. You can skip past the commercials and all right. that kind of stuff. Who loves commercials? Nobody. Yeah, not many. There's some funny commercials out there, and they do a good job. So how about on-demand and streaming services? That's my cup of tea right there, brother. Right. That's so, the world so I live DVR in. So DVR don't seem like it's been out that long, right? It's already almost obsolete right because of stuff like the streaming services i love the streaming services that's I why too. i got rid of my cable doing the netflix i can avoid the commercials right. i can pick just what i want high quality documentaries great movies binge watch shows. you can binge watch yeah there's a whole problem within itself there's there's you losing sleep after your own right. like episode 13 of a season it's like one o'clock in the morning you're thinking man i gotta get up and go to work i need to turn this off it could be a problem but also think about this though it's like, okay, the next episode's already available to me, and then the next one, the next one. So maybe I hit this episode up on my way to work on the, the subway. The old cell phone. Yeah. All right. And so we have different ways of watching TV, like through our cell phone, stuff like that. So so that's uh, one of the things, John, because we watch TV differently, maybe and this was an article I read on HuffPost that I, that I got this idea from. Um, maybe TV is not as bad for us as it used to be because like if you're already sitting on a subway right are you are you becoming any more inactive by watching something exactly yeah i've thought of that kind of stuff and let me add like a little side note here one thing it's done with the ability to stream it has democratized the production of content now what i mean by that is the um let's put it this way the music industry version of that is once home computers became able to record high-quality digital audio, you know, we're sitting in our, of course, our campus facility, but others may sit in a back room somewhere right. yeah. and record this at their home. <laughs> but once you can record just as well in your back room as you can in a studio, well, now any kid can get a decent mic and record an album and put it out on the Internet. That's true. So my little boy loves to watch. There's some little, I forget what it's called, but he loves to watch some Roku channel and YouTube channel that some kids who uh, basically with their dad have these huge Nerf wars and have like the biggest Nerf gun collection in the yeah. world. Yeah. Well, my kid does the same thing. He watches other people play Minecraft. 
Exactly. And then they make Who jokes. And, and you know, I watched just a little bit of it, and, and I thought it was the stupidest thing in the world. I'm like, you're watching other people play video games. Right. That is so dumb. <laughs> but then I watched a little bit of it, and I thought, that guy's kind of funny. <laughs> and I exactly. Like, I can see the entertainment in that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So if we're fitting this into our lives now, we're streaming that Daredevil or Better Call Saul on the subway. Oh, yeah, Better Call Saul. Yeah, I love that, <laughs> man. That's, That's one of my favorites. <laughs> so there's so much content to choose from. We can't watch it all. Right. What do, we, what do we do, Keith? Well, you know, I think that can kind of be a good thing. You almost you can't have that obsession or that compulsiveness anymore to try to watch it all, and so you just kind of let that go. You know what I mean? We hope. We hope. Yeah, like my dad, he's he's gonna give it a good go. I think. <laughs> you know, but but he's I mean, gonna try to watch everything. Right, but you you uh you can kind of let that go. So now what you're doing is you're picking and choosing a little more carefully about what you watch you know it's a big commitment you know to to start a new show absolutely <clears throat> and so you know you might give one a try but then if you don't like the first episode just throw it out there you go and you're really not obsessed john to watch the next one right away like you know like i say was the slave to the tv i got to be there at seven o'clock watch the next one right well if it's already there i can watch it anytime you know oh, absolutely and so you you really you're making your own schedule. I think it's good. You know, it filters out. It helps you to fit it in for me when I can watch it. There's some nights we don't watch a whole lot of TV, but kind of like you, if at the end of the evening everything's been situated and taken care of, we're gonna pop on Netflix. Maybe right. we're gonna watch a, a Daredevil or a really good show with uh, what's his name, Rabisi Giovanni. Is it Giovanni Rabisi? Yeah. Well, anyway, the Sneaky Pete. I really like yeah. the Sneaky Pete and the Billy Bob Thornton. Are they doing show was, another which, season? At the they time? are doing another season of Sneaky Pete, I think. Oh, but, that's cool. But anyway, man. So and the Vikings. The Vikings. I haven't that's watched good. that. That's a good one. So I love having that option, and that's really helped around the house avoiding commercials. And we, although some can be funny, we hate them. Yeah, and we're talking a lot about really the message, John. Like what is actually on TV? All these right. shows we like, we enjoy. Content, if you will. Content, yeah. So there was this guy who came up with a book, though. It's called Understanding Media. His name was uh, uh, Marshall. Marshall, Marshall McLuhan. Yeah, Mar- okay, Marsh- Marshall. Marshall, <laughs> as in Marshall Falk, yeah. running back. Marshall, Marshall McLuhan. Mathers. I'll take that H is silent there. McLuhan. And uh, he kind of had this phrase called, it's the medium, not the message. That was his phrase. Yeah, so the medium is the message. What does that even mean? Right. And that's a deep subject because we read up on a little bit of that, and that's some that's some deep stuff you'd really have to dig into. But just just interestingly enough, we've talked about is it bad for you? So this feeds back into that. What kind of behavior does the TV itself elicit? Right. That's kind of what we're getting at. So right? I, I think one example I read was like, so the news is on in your living room, and it's talking about all this stuff, but it's kind of saying pay attention to the things that are not so obvious, like – what about the fact that they're talking about blood and guts and gore on Absolutely. the news while you're eating dinner? Would you ever allowed that before? You know, right. just talking about these. And I had my own example, John. I think I was kind of along the same lines of this as what this guy was talking about. Um, when I thought of this, it was way before I even heard about this guy and his book. But um, I always thought before I kind of look around at everybody on their phones. And they're just tapping away, maybe playing a game, maybe texting somebody or whatever. But their head's buried 
down there on their phone, their thumbs are going, you know. And so I thought, you're just talking behaviorally. What actions yeah. are your body is your body making? Yeah, I thought your thumbs I, are I popping at them, up and I thought, down. How crazy would they look if their screen was blank? The action they're actually doing for would this long absurd. period of time is absurd looking, you know. And so I think that's what he's talking about, and that's what you got to kind of pay attention to with TV too. What so the action, medium can manipulate us into behaviors that we that aren't even obvious to us that we're doing. Right. So the content really is what draws you in and right. distracts you from what the medium is. So the medium is you sitting there viewing that TV. The TV is the medium, You're right? Looking at a screen. And Your so what? Plastic, yeah. fantastic lover again. Right. An airplane. And so you have to ask yourself: Is that? how God actually created us was was our bodies our minds actually meant to sit there still stare at stare the screen for an hour or two and uh, you know they have done studies about like kind of what that does to your brainwaves stuff like that at a certain and I think the content does matter on that but, yeah that's a whole different story yeah, but the medium does podcast, impact us to do things our itself actions. no matter yeah. what's on there right absolutely all right. So, is it bad for you, Keith? Is TV bad for you? Well, I mean, it kind of depends, John. I, I kind of always go by this in a, in a lot of different areas of my life. But anything in excess, anything in excess, can be bad to, bad for you. Moderation is key. You know? Yeah, moderation's never been my strong suit, but yeah, work, working on it, brother. <laughs> working on it. Right. So, um, you know, due to new technology though and increased content, I think that. Uh, we do tend to watch TV in better ways than we so used could, to. That could be argued. Yeah. And so, um, like I said earlier, you know, if you watched a show on the subway, you were inactive anyway. There you go. You know, so we do we do view TV a little differently now. Well, let me ask you something, Keith. Not just you, but let me ask all the flummadiddlers out there. Right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Absolutely. So, have you ever tracked your TV watching experience? Or we could even challenge you to do so and yeah. share with us on our email and stuff. So keep up with what you're watching. Well, yeah, I've I've never done that before myself, John. But like that is a suggestion. Like so, when we had our diet and exercise podcast, right? Right. One way you can see if if you're being healthy, track your is, calories. Yeah, track your calories. Bam. Track your eating habits. Track what you're doing. A lot of times. Just track it. Don't tr- really try to change anything. Yeah, it really kind of gives you a clear view of what you're actually up to. Right. And so you might be surprised that you you don't watch as much TV as you thought you did. You might gotcha. be, you might look at it and be like, man, I watch way too much TV. You never know until you track it and see what's actually going on. Pay attention to are you snacking? Are yeah. you eating? Are you doing that mindless eating? Is it the chips? That's the salty crispies that get me, man. Yeah. Dylan ice, was wanting, ice cream is mine. You're wanting the popcorn crispies. the other day. We're watching a movie and it's like. We yeah. gotta have popcorn. And salty crunchies. We gotta have popcorn, yeah. man. Salty crunchies. Yeah, yeah. Popcorn is good while you're watching the movie. And ice cream now. I like me some ice cream, but that's that's not my thing. Oh, I love it. That's my, it's my, it's my second or third favorite thing. So, anyway, Keith, what you gonna watch on TV tonight? Huh? Probably an episode of Gotham. Okay. Because I'm almost caught up on that. And see, I still have that mindset a little bit of being caught up on stuff, John. Caught up. It's hard to get, get out caught of up, I get caught up. Either. Like, didn't you just binge watch, like, every episode of The Big Bang Theory? I showed within it. Within, like, a two-week period? It was a few months, because there's okay. a lot of stinking episodes <laughs> on that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was that was fun. That was a very good show. Very funny. You know, John, I kind of was paying attention to TV and, and what it meant for me during that period, though. Right. Because I was going through some stressful things in my life like uh 
you know, youth football, for instance. You know, anybody who's been involved in youth football knows that there's some things that can go on that can kind of stress you out a little bit, right? Yeah, anything where you have to have a committee that has human beings in it. Right. There's trouble brewing, brother. And so during that time, while I was so stressed out with youth football, I wanted to watch comedies. Oh, yeah. And that's why I got into Big Bang Theory. I need it to be lightened up, you know. Absolutely. So I guess that's the right word for that. Lightened, lightened up. up. It lit me up, up, man. Gonna lighten up. Gonna <laughs> well, all right, Keith. That's it, man. That's so, it, So, man. John, where can the listeners, how can they contact us? They what? can contact us at doyouflumadiddle at gmail.com. Send us those emails, thoughts, questions, concerns, corrections. Look us up. What else, on, Keith? Do look, you flumadiddle? Look us up on Facebook. Oh, no. Do you flumadiddle at gmail.com and do you flumadiddle.com, right? Was there another one? (laughs) Hey, look, I know we're professionals at this, y'all, but hey, we do make mistakes every now and then. So, yeah, you got it. Do you flumadiddle at gmail.com and do you flumadiddle.com. Yes. And and, uh, hey, we appreciate you. And hey, keep listening. And also, iTunes, give us a review. Please, give us five stars. Like, we're going to have giveaways. When's the last time we had a giveaway, Keith? We need to do a giveaway. We'll talk about it on the next episode. All right, let's do it. Sounds good. Hey, grace and peace, y'all. We appreciate you listening.